Hey, so, you're a working Joe. Man, congratulations on getting the job. I hope that first day wasn't as crazy as you'd anticipated. And I just hope that they appreciate what an awesome guy they've got working for them. So, uh, yeah, best of luck going forward. Um, Great one. And also, I've been having so much fun listening to what a great time you've been having uh, with uh, Rise of the Rune Lords. Um, Crazy, crazy stuff. Anyway, take care, man. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Hindsight Lifts, the sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my little noggin, but mostly role-playing games, I promise. Dude, Spencer, thank you so much, man. That's just awesome. If, folks, if you don't know, which you probably do, but if you don't, that's Spencer from the amazing Keep Off the Borderlands podcast, one of the one of, if not the best name podcasts out there. <laughs> still, it's still amazing, Spence. Anyway, man, yeah, dude, that first day, that first day seemed pretty easy. And then I got home. And then I checked my work email. And I had about 40, 40 emails. And it hit me all at once that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> And that is why it's not a great idea to have your first day on a Friday. Because <laughs> I didn't have anyone to ask. So I just had to sit all weekend. Just just in over my head. Feeling totally overwhelmed. Feeling more lost than I did when I had a job. Like just feeling I had this huge road ahead of me that would never end of just... Never being able to get it. But, but, the darkest night has a dawn, man. And so when I went into the office this morning, even though most of the time I will be working from home. Sorry, this is a work podcast, but I'll get to gaming stuff, I swear. Um, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. When I went in today, I, I felt, I feel a lot better now. I have a better understanding. I have a better idea of how to use a bunch of the tools because, you know, it's all Microsoft Office and all that stuff. And I don't use Microsoft products because largely they're not that accessible for po- folks with visual disabilities. That was the former career of mine. I was a accessibility tester for Microsoft, testing their products to see if they were accessible for people with visual disabilities. And yeah, they suck. <laughs> They've gotten better. They've gotten better. And I got a pretty good understanding of it. It's starting to make a lot of sense. And now, instead of a million emails, or I should say, in addition to a million emails, I also have a million meetings. I'm 42 years old, and this is the first job I've ever had that requires me to have meetings. And it's crazy. It's crazy. I have like three meetings a day, every day. Nuts. And I've never had meetings before. Uh, and they're all virtual uh, over the internet using uh, <clears throat> Microsoft Teams or Zoom. Yeah, so crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. But, dude, you talked about how you've been having fun here in my uh, Pathfinder retellings. And that's probably all folks are going to get for a while because I just, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to be running games 
in the next couple weeks because there's just a super steep learning curve and so much stuff I have to learn. And that was one of the things that was making me feel overwhelmed. But, you know, I had a I had a talk with a dear, dear friend of mine, and she reminded me that, you know, if I could learn the Pathfinder SRD as well as I know it, I can I can do this stuff, too. And, you know, I think she's right. Granted, I did learn that stuff a long time ago. <laughs> I am I am much older now. Well, 10, 12 years older now. But yeah, no, I feel a lot better. And the organization that I'm with is amazing. Uh, They are a phenomenal, phenomenal nonprofit. Uh, And we help the elderly find services, uh, find housing, whatever they need. They can call us and we're on it. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, I am so lucky to be a part of this organization. They are fantastic really really fantastic everybody i've met there has been warm and welcoming and just seems excited to have me on board i'm excited to be on board so yeah once i get over this you know first initial hurdle uh i will just be running with it i think you know once i actually get to start talking to folks and actually directly helping people improve their lives I, I it'll make all this shit worth it without a doubt um but they got back to a work podcast all of a sudden anyway <laughs> you were saying besides how you really like listening to my uh rise of the rune lords recaps you also were talking about how crazy that stuff is and if you want to hear about crazy pathfinder stuff folks this is it Stay tuned. If you don't want to hear about crazy, crunchy Pathfinder, you just skip it. Because I got one of the coolest questions I've ever gotten on sweet, sweet, sweet game theory. But not that kind of game theory. So, Sean of Elder's Dreams, what you got to say? Hey, Joe, I had a random thought to bring up to you. When you're building a world in Pathfinder and you've got adamantine laying around and somebody's constructing something out of it not like weapons or shields or armor or anything but actual structures how thick would you have them make it? it's an extremely costly metal it's also very difficult to work so you think a lot of people would just plate things in adamantine, right? well I got to thinking about it and a single maximized fireball from a level 10 caster would utterly destroy adamantine plating. It would also, if it was empowered as well, it could get through a half inch, slightly over a half inch actually, thick wall of adamantine. Uh, and I just wanted to know your thoughts on things like that and how you would do it. Yo, dude, that is not a dumb question at all. That might be one of my favorite questions I've ever got on this show because this is the kind of game theory I absolutely love talking about. So thank you. Thank you, Sean. Um, so I, I had to look up some of this stuff because I didn't have it on the top of my brain. So, uh, I it I, you know, I, I had to look up. Sorry, sorry. 
I had to, I had to look up how energy attacks affect hardness, and I didn't realize before. It's one of those rules that when you go back and look at it, you're like, oh crap, maybe maybe you recognize this, but I didn't. Uh, energy damage only does half damage to objects before you apply the hardness. So an empowered maximized fireball, I think, would do, what, 90 points of damage? Half that is 45, apply 20 points of hardness, and yeah, one one of those won't do it. Granted, to cast, that's like a, without any sort of magic items, I think that's a, what is that, a 7th level spell? Maximizes 3, 6, empowers the 8, no, that's an 8th level spell. So like a 15th level wizard could huck one of those at uh at a building and it, it, it the building could take it if it was an inch thick you know cuz adamantine has uh 40 hit points uh and 20 hardness at 1 inch so yeah it could take one of them granted if it was the ninth level version if it was maximized empowered and intensified that would do it in one but that's a ninth level spell and Hopefully, you know, there are probably as many casters that can cast ninth level spells as there are buildings made out of one inch thick adamantine walls. <laughs> yeah, it's probably something that wouldn't come up too much. But I would also um, think about doing something like, you know, I've seen it in other fantasy books and stuff, and I've always thought the idea was wicked fucking cool just paint like a huge anti-magic glyph on the outside of the walls. And, you know, then you could have like the whole city be like an anti-magic zone or something. If this city was just surrounded by this one inch thick adamantine wall with these giant, um, giant glyphs of anti-magic on there or glyphs of like counter spell or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I love, thinking about this i love i mean call me a nerd or whatever but i love the fact that pathfinder has rules for this like how much you know how many hit points does this object have well pathfinder will tell you and yeah dude sean you you titled your uh message stupid question and like i said at the start it's not a stupid question the question rules so thank you for that But, Sean, what I neglected to mention last night when I recorded that was that if you were, if it was a cross-blooded sorcerer with the draconic red dragon and orc subtype throwing a maximized intensified fireball, that would do it. Because then you'd be rolling 15d6 which since it's maximized gives you 90 and with those two blood types combined you're adding an extra 30 damage that brings you to 120 half that down is 60 apply the hardness of 20 leaves you 40 and that's exactly how many hit points uh an inch of adamantine has so yeah, if you're facing a cross-blooded sorcerer, run for the hills. Run to the hills. Run for your lives. Fucking maiden rules. Anyway, dude, again, great question. <laughs> I don't think I said that enough. 
I think that's about it for me today, folks. Thank you so much to Spencer from Keep Off the Borderlands for your awesome congratulations, man. That's, you know, that's just really cool. Uh, if you haven't heard, Spencer's getting ready to have a baby. So that's dope, man. A new baby coming in. Uh, it might also be his birthday, but don't tell anybody. Coming up soon. It's secret. And Sean, dude, thank you. If you ever have stuff you want to talk about like that, feel free to call in. They are not stupid questions. I won't say there aren't any stupid questions because there are. I hear them all the time whenever I watch TV. Um, but dude, seriously, that was an awesome question. So call in with more. Uh, we could talk more about that stuff because it's fun. Anyway, folks, I will probably give you an after action report after the Rise of the Rune Lords game coming up here this week. And yeah, sorry about all the work talk, but you know, it's what's going on in my life. And uh, that's that's what gets talked about on this podcast. <laughs> so thanks for bearing with me until we talk again. Peace out.